from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we talk about your life, your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me this hour, and we are here for you to take your calls, America. The phone number is 888-825-5225, Let's go to Moss Point, Mississippi. That's where Linda is waiting. Linda, how can we help? Uh, yes, I, I've got um, almost $100,000 in my checking account uh, at the bank. And I'm kind of, I'm 60 or 76 years old, and I'm getting kind of nervous. Uh, how, I've been looking at uh, gold and silver and stuff, you know. What would you do with that money instead of having it in the bank, all that money? Mm. Tell us what you're most nervous about. Uh, I don't trust the government. Come on. All right. And Welcome to the club, Linda. And, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club. You and I can wear the same hat. Um, so so play that out a little bit. Um, I don't trust the government either, but what what are you? what is a, a, a really – uh, serious concern and fear that's making you call us right now? Or you think they're going to raid your bank account? What's going on here? Right, yes. What would cause them to do that? Well, because the way he's spending money, he's going to figure he needs some more money. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. All right. I um, see what you're saying, Rachel. What's What, what yeah. are some options here? So, Linda, I, lo- I love your line of thought, and Everyone that knows a little bit of me, I just love a good conspiracy theory. So I've been down every oh, rabbit geez. hole you can imagine. Um, but I think, though, Linda, um, the truth is, if that really did happen, I think a war would break out. If the government came in and started taking people's money yeah. from their personal savings and checking account, we have other problems. Like, it would, it, it just, I just don't, I genuinely don't see that happening personally yeah could i mean could you make a case for it linda uh sure it it could they can drum up any kind of reasons i mean they really could do just about anything they wanted to do do i think that's gonna happen yeah Yeah. but linda i don't think you need to be worried about that right now i would and i don't want you to be investing in gold or silver no yeah commodities like that linda they don't they don't hold their value and do you have any any investments linda that you are living off of is it like from previous retirement or anything or is it just that money in the bank that is is your nest egg no i i make about uh, eight thousand dollars a month income I'm, i sold some properties oh, okay and, you know so i got lots of income yeah but it's I've just been nervous about uh you know i even thought about putting it in in a safe you know but I don't think that's right. See, you know. Yeah, that's the last thing you want is everybody in your community seeing a big old truck come in with a safe. <laughs> hey, yeah. what's going on over at Linda's house? <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Do you have a financial advisor? No, I don't. I really recommend um, you trusted us enough to call the show today. I, I really recommend that you get on our website, RamseySolutions.com. And I would love for you to, to seek out on our website, Smart Vester Pros. These are men and women that we vetted out because of their values. They understand how Dave for three decades has treated people. And, and they're going to coach you. 
and and you can interview them. You don't have to choose the first one that you meet with. Meet with several in your area, but just really explain some of your worries and uh, your your concerns and some ways to protect yourself. And I think that it will just show you several things. Number one, your options. Um, and, 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 and then number two, just what would have to happen for those fears of yours to come true, what your protections are, what you can do, how you can diversify some of that money. Cause you've got really good income coming in. Yeah. I would even talk to them about, uh, offshore accounts and things of that nature. I'm no expert on that, but the bottom line is they know about investment opportunities, things like where you can protect your money, you know, from things like this and you invest yeah. your money in a, I'm just saying I'd look into it. I'm not an expert. I talked to one of our smart investor pros about it. Rachel's freaking out. <laughs> Right now. Well, no, it's a way to protect your money. I mean, it's it's people do this; they invest it, and it's it's it is a yeah, thing. So, I, I, I'm yeah, and, and I thought, you know, I'm getting to the point where I, I worry. Uh, uh, I'm worry about my money, you know. Yeah, uh, and I, I'm a widow, so mm. I, I got no husband to advise yeah. me, you know. Well, and let me let me tell you this too, Linda. That. Um, you know, we say around here a lot that um, there's been a lot of fear in our economy and in our culture over the past few years. I feel like it's it's just risen uh, right. for multiple reasons. And we just never make decisions out of fear. Usually when decisions are made completely out of fear, it's in the short term um, to rest aside that fear. But then long term, when you look out, you know, three, four five years, it's not always... Um, the best decision, but you made it kind of in a vacuum out of fear. So I really um, want to just give you peace that, you know, if something we're in, we're in this industry all the time. So we're talking to people, we're seeing things going on, we're reading the news, all of it. And if something fell off, like we would, we would definitely be talking. And, and again, I think it, I think things can be off for sure. And some people think they're way off more than others. But overall though, I, I just don't, I don't see that happening in the near future at all. Um, personally. So I have money in in the banking system. Uh, actually, most of our money is or in investments. And so, yeah, it's something that um, that we're doing. So that's how we give a lot of this advice as well is things that we're doing. But you could look, Linda, um, how much did you say is in the bank right now? That's a, well, it's a little over uh, 100000 Okay. Yeah. And, and this may... I don't know. I'm just thinking of a way to diversify. I think Ken saying to meet with a investment professional is a, is a great um, step. But it could be, you know, if you, I don't know. I don't know if I'd fool with it. But I was going to say, you know, buying, you know, a little bit of real estate, like a condo or something and having money in. Oh, Lord, in, I just got rid of oh, real okay, estate. Okay. Driving Terrible. me crazy. Terrible advice, Linda. Linda. I was cautious to even say it. I Linda, shouldn't have said it. Linda, I, I want you it. to know as soon as she said that, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> I, I don't know why Rachel told you that. No, you know what? Listen, a SmartVestor Pro is going to give you, honestly, some really great advice. There are other investment opportunities for you where you are protected from the federal government. And again, they can help you on that. So you've got okay, some options. Smart, uh, smart investors. Smart, yeah. Hang on the line. We're going to make sure that we get you right to the spot on our website. Smart Vester Pro is the section on the website, but our team uh, is going to get you right there. And I want you to interview several people. Ask all the questions, Linda, that you want to yeah, ask. You need to feel even, comfortable. There's about even that. investments to to go into, Linda, that even have like a moral scape. That it's like, okay, if you are a evangelical believer, here's funds right. around that. Like you could even look specifically right. into different things for sure. Um, 
And by the way, to uh, come back to what I'm saying, the reason people use offshore accounts oh, is to protect their money from their government. So foreign yeah. countries, if you feel it's it just volatile, sounds like a mo- it sounds no. like a movie. There was a no, movie you just put with, your money um, in another country's bank. It's there was a, a movie with Cameron Diaz, and he had like all of his money, I think, illegally in an offshore. No, account. I was not <laughs> suggesting illegal. That the money itself would be illegally gotten, but the, the that is a viable thing to protect yourself from your government. Yeah, it's people do it. Maybe we should be there doing you, it. I. Are you doing it, Ken? No, because I'm okay. I'm not worried about it. It's going to be all right. You know, I think, you know, it's going to be okay, Linda. I promise. This is the Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. The Ramsey Show continues from our Ramsey Solutions Worldwide Headquarters in Nashville. I'm Ken Coleman. Rachel Cruz joins me, and we're thrilled that you've joined us. 888-825-5225. Joshua is up in Lexington, Kentucky. Joshua, how can we help? Hi, Ken. Hi, Rachel. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'll go ahead and get straight to it. Uh, I just, so I've been working since 2000. Oh, well, 2012, um, I have a bachelor's in political science and master's in, um, in American government and executive leadership. I just feel like I'm having a difficult time digging myself out of, uh, low income jobs, um, and, uh, getting to my sweet spot job, which is what, um, uh, I, I feel like I'm very passionate about politics, uh, working in and around politics. I worked for the uh, last Kentucky governor's uh, office until he lost his reelection. Um, and I've been applying for different like uh, Christian lobbyist groups. Um, and I've gotten interviews. I've networked with people, um, but I just can't seem to break back in. Sure. Um, so what okay. were you making when you worked for the governor of Kentucky? That was again, an, another low income. Sure. Uh, it was about, 34 a year. How old are you? And I am 29. Okay. Are um, you married? Yes. Kids? I have kids. Okay. So <laughs> yes, I got one on the way in December. Too. All right. So, oh, congrats. Good. So Thanks. when I asked you what that sweet spot or dream job was, you just said, I love politics. I'm, I'm just curious. What's at the top of the ladder? It's really important, even though it may feel very out of reach right now. I don't want to focus on that. I just want to know 
what would be that ultimate gig and then quickly tell me what's two or three levels up the ladder uh, that you feel like I've identified, Ken, and if I got in this position, I'd be thrilled professionally and financially, it'd be much better off. Give me those two answers. Yes, so my ultimate goal is to one day run for Kentucky governor. Gotcha. All right. Um, and then what's two or three levels up the ladder? Obviously, I think the uh, role with a, uh, a Christian uh, lobbyist uh, organization or a political organization, a PAC or something like that. Uh, give me another example of something a couple levels up that you've identified where you are making maybe fifty, sixty thousand uh, dollars or more. Right. And and that would, I feel like, be on on the governor's staff probably not the present day governor's staff here in Kentucky, um, but uh, maybe a future governor um, on his staff to where I would be uh, involved traveling around uh, the state, getting to know people. All right. So here's the advice I'm going to give you. And I want you to understand that it comes from experience. Um, I was 22 years of age when I started working for the governor of Virginia. And um, it was a, I think it was a $32,000 a year job. And it was starting out. And then I worked through different campaigns. But here's what I know from that world, whether it's Virginia or Kentucky. It's an extremely small world. You know that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know somebody that knows just about anybody in Kentucky politics. And I would also say that if you want to make the move to Washington, and I don't know if that's an option for you, you know plenty of people that can get you in there. And I think that you're a little bit discouraged, and I understand. But what you've got to do is get determined instead of staying discouraged and you've got to leverage your relationships you know a lot of people you work for the governor of kentucky so you've got a good political resume and you've got great relationships this is you just getting very serious about making connections say all right i want to work for and i could throw out you know i'll just throw out a a uh, it's a non-political party affiliation but americans for prosperity huge organization mm-hmm. the Koch brothers started it very conservative you may be on the liberal side doesn't matter they've got you know george soros has got an organization point is you start going okay here's one organization here's uh you know some offices in dc maybe some uh think tanks uh maybe actually working for a cabinet secretary in one of the federal agencies and you got state agencies in kentucky my point is you know all this but you've got to put all this out almost on it's almost like a mental piece of paper and and then get serious about who do i know over here over here over here over here and it's all about relationships you've got enough of a resume uh I, i wish i had some like silver bullet but politics more than any other industry is about who you know and who will vouch for you and give you a gig I'm just, I, I wish I had a, a better piece of tactical advice, but you've already been in, so you can get mm-hmm. back in. It would be a much more difficult proposition, Rachel, if he had never been in politics. That's a harder deal to get into. So yeah, for sure. You just got to stay with it, Joshua, but you can do it. Hang on the line. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a head start. I'm going to give you my book, The Proximity Principle. And uh, this is a book that's all about people and places, and it's very tactical, and I think it'll help encourage you and give you some very tactical things to do day in and day out to get in that business. Thank you for the call. Samantha is up next in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I would say the city of brotherly love, oh, just to irritate Rachel. I was waiting. Yes, I was waiting yeah. for some. You need to know these something. things. Somebody's got to teach you culture, Rachel. Oh, uh, Samantha, <laughs> you're on the Ramsey Show. How can we help? 
Hi, Ken. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Samantha, um, did George Washington I'm... go at all in Philadelphia? Was he? Did he do anything, Ken? Give us give us the... Well, George Washington was definitely in Philadelphia. I know, for all the stuff. Just he was for a, all the things right there. Throw that out there. Okay, Thank I'm sorry, you. Samantha. Wait, I'm here for your question. <laughs> no, no worries. So I'm trying to figure out um, how much house I should buy. Okay. Um, I want to sell my house. I think I can get around 500. How much do you owe on it? Like nothing. It's paid off. Oh, wow. wow. That's great. So why do you want to sell this um, house? I'm sorry? Why do you want to sell this house that's paid off? <sighs> I'm just, I've been here 15 years. I... I, I know I heard you guys talking about HGTV, but I want, it was my starter house <laughs> <laughs> and I want something a little bit better. I'm, I'm in my forties. So I want something that, you know, that I can keep for another 15 years. Good for yeah, you. Yeah. Really there's no, there's you're no, just stepping up. You're yeah, stepping up. It's great. Yeah. We were just curious of what your motivation is. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but that is my question is, should I be going for that? I mean, I could get something that's 500 and it would probably have what I'm looking for. I got a it. sneaky suspicion, Samantha. You know exactly what you're looking for and you know the price range. Is that right or am I wrong? That's right. But well, I, then tell I us the number. Like I'm trying to give myself permission. Well, yeah. Rachel's going to walk you through it. Hit Rachel with the number. What's the house? How much is it going to cost? The one that you would like? 500. <laughs> Wait, 500? Is that what you just said? Yeah. So you're just flopping yeah. your you're you're just taking from your house to the other one. Yeah, but well, it's, it's fine. It's fine. With the update. Do what? It's one with the update. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but the point is, you're not. We I thought you were going to throw eight hundred thousand out, and then I was going to let Rachel walk you through how we would walk that through that decision. But it sounds like you're just uh, you're going to sell one house that's worth five hundred and buy another one for five hundred. Are we hearing you right? Yeah, well, my thought was I was trying to be responsible, so it's just me, unfortunately, but it's just me. Um, so I didn't know if I should just, you know, suck it up and get no, like 300. do it. No, Samantha, stop. <laughs> no. Go get the house you want. Yeah, Go get sure. the house you want. And you're paying cash. You're basically paying cash for it. It's amazing. You've worked hard. It's the thing you want? Yes. Go get it. Go enjoy. Yes. Is that spend, what you wanted to hear, spend, Samantha? Spend some, yeah, time there. Watch TV, spaghetti. Just, like, enjoy your life. Enjoy your oh life. Gosh. The, the, I mean, the sage advice today, it's, it's unbelievable. Thank you for sharing that. Samantha, Rachel said you could go eat spaghetti in your new house. <laughs> what else do you need to hear? I was thinking do you feel that. good now? You should go. Do it, Samantha. Okay. Samantha, All right. the next 15 years, do you've it. been dreaming about this. You're so in financial position to do it. This is not yes. silly. And even Fantastic. if you're going to take a small mortgage out on another house, I wasn't going to be like super mad about it. Right. That's what I, I thought mean, I was asking. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Enjoy. Enjoy it. Thank you for the call, Samantha. You're amazing. In that segment, we mentioned the city of brotherly love, George Washington, and spaghetti. For those of you that are keeping score, you're welcome. Home. This is the Ramsey Show.
I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined in our studio today by my co-host and colleague, Rachel Cruz. Thrilled to have you with us. 888-825-5225. That's the toll-free number to jump in. Blinds.com's 100% satisfaction guarantee means even if you mismeasure or pick the wrong color. Now, I would be the guy who mismeasures. The good news is they'll remake your blinds for free when your husband's a dope like I am. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal. And today's question comes from Cassandra in the United Kingdom. Oh, there we go. The UK, Ken. <laughs> Please do it in an accent. I know. I wish I could. Yeah, I right. totally would have. Yeah, would right. you like a spot to tea? Okay. <laughs> My husband and I are currently overseas in the UK as a military spouse. I have found it extremely difficult to find a side hustle. I have $14,800 in student loans. We do not own a home and have no other consumer debts. I would like to find a side hustle here in England, but it's difficult since we are American and I'm not sure what to do to increase cash flow. Any advice? Yeah, Cassandra, I want you to start with the base. You know, it, this is a this is a safe place to start because you may not know uh, a ton of people on the base, but your husband does. And you've got a group of uh, military men and women, uh, many in the same situation that maybe you're in. You might be surprised how many other military spouses have found side hustles mm-hmm. all around the world as they've traveled. You know, they're, it's not their first time. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so I would start with relationships on base. Hey, I'm looking to make a little bit of extra money. Uh, and talk to anybody and everybody that you know, and you might be surprised how an opportunity will come out of those relationships. Experience matters, um, and there's so many, you know, I've talked to many military spouses on this very question. They'll call in on the Ken Coleman Show, and, and it's almost every time when they, they, they dive into that base of women who are in the same situation or mm-hmm. maybe more experience of traveling, opportunities come your way. And then the good old-fashioned, just get out there and see who wants help. Well, that and, I mean, obviously there's a time difference, but I, uh, I mean, look online. Like, are there things you can do from like, whether it's two, I don't know what it would be, but like an online job that you can do where the hours aren't crazy. Well, she's in the UK, you know? So so the the point is she's she's on site. So she can go and say, hey, where do they need help? And and so just good old fashioned show up and apply uh, for opportunities. So thank you for the question. Okay. So how many times have you found yourself saying one day? One day I'll do this. One day I'll buy a house. One day I'll be happy with my career. One day I won't be battling anxiety. Well, 
whatever your one day is, you can actually start right now. And that's one reason we created the SMART Conference. So the SMART Conference, it's a one-day event where we tackle all the areas of your life. And you guys, a lot of us could just use a nice little boost right now. So you're going to hear from the nation's top leading experts on money, career, mental health, relationships, marriage, and leadership. So we are going to Dallas, Texas on Saturday, October 22nd. Events are, or the event passes are selling fast. VIP and Platinum are already sold out but you can still get general access passes for $39. So it'll be myself, Ken Coleman next to me, Dr. John Deloney, George Camel, Christina Ellis, Dave Ramsey, Craig and Amy Groeschel from Life Church. And of course, we have some some surprises throughout the day, which is always fun. So yes. this is a really fun event, you guys. If you have not gotten your tickets and you're in the Dallas area or want to travel to the Dallas area for it, it's an all-day event and it's really fun. Some great content. So you can visit RamseySolutions.com slash events to get your passes today. What's your one day? Give me give me one one day for you. Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. Don't Come on. You got up I several know. one days. Like one day you want to have lunch with Taylor Swift. I went... T-Swift. I don't even know if that's what true. I just made that up, What folks. a gal. Yeah. Um, one day, I would, I, and it's it's a kid thing, but like once the kids are gone, I, I just want to travel. I want to, one day I'll just like go to Europe. I will, I'll Be go to Europe. Be a full-time traveler? Just, not full-time, but I want to enjoy time away, traveling mm. and seeing stuff, but I just feel like, you know, it's hard right now. Of course, you're in the middle kids. of I can't, I three can't leave for two, I mean, I guess I could no. leave for two weeks, but yeah. I'm probably not going to. Leave them with Papa Dave. That's what I would do. <laughs> I'm leaving with them tonight, actually. Okay. So. Fantastic. Thanks, Papa Dave. There it is. You gotta love that. What's your one day? Well, I have several. First one that comes to mind is wow. a, a uh, <laughs> is a uh, hole in one. I, I um, want I want to achieve uh, getting up on a tee box of a par three and hitting it in hole in one. Just feels so just great. one day. Just watching it. Just, yeah, man. that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a good one day. Yeah, there you go. See, just I feel off like the top both of, of ours are achievable. Can. I, oh, be- yeah. I believe in us enough. I do too. I got to play a lot more golf and increase those chances. So that, I that's get my problematic. Kids grown and yeah, out of do. the house. All right, there it is, folks. Uh, the one days uh, right there. Great examples. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Jose is joining us in El Paso, Texas. Jose, how can we help? Yes, sir. Uh, good afternoon. Sorry if I uh, get my words mixed up. I'm a little nervous, but you're doing no, you're great. great, Jose. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, recently, we, my wife and I have been around a lot of death. Uh, we lost both my in-laws within six months apart from each other. Oh, my gosh. Uh, two, years, two years ago, I lost my, my uncle. Mm. Uh, last week, I lost my other uncle. Oh my uh, about three weeks ago, my wife lost uh, her best friend's uh, son, from, a 15-year-old son from cancer. So oh. um, it opened up her eyes a, a little bit. And we've been looking into getting uh, life insurance. Because mm. uh, it's just me, my wife, and my, my 18-year-old daughter. Um, you know, we, we don't want us to struggle in case anything were to happen to mm-hmm. any of us. So, yeah. um, we had somebody come over to talk to us and I know Mr. Ramsey says not to get a uh, whole life because they're the timeshare of, 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 uh, insurance, uh, life insurance. So we I was looking at term because that's what I learned from listening to the show. Um, but one thing she brought up was, was universal and I've never heard of universal. So, um, I wanted to get your guys' feedback on that. I mean, it's basically in the same I, the same sector of whole life. I mean, it's it's just the idea you'll have investment. Yeah. So no, it's it it kind of coats itself a little bit better than than whole life the way it presents itself. But it is that. So no, I we do not recommend uh, universal term life is exactly the route you need to go because it's still going to be less expensive than universal. Um, okay. And uh, 
and again, you're keeping your investments and your insurance separate, which is what term life does. There's nothing else attached to it where a lot of these other options are more expensive and they have an attachment of some type of investment with it. So um, yeah, term life is where, and I would just honestly, Jose, go to Xander.com and they have such a great, um, easy interface. If you've, if you've gone to it before, you just like really put in some information and go through a few steps and then they bring out all of these companies that have, it's not just one specific company. They go and shop all these companies to really figure out the best needs for your family. So, um, that's where I, that's where my husband and I've got ours. I mean, they just make it so easy and I'm really proud of you guys for doing this. I mean, seriously, um, life insurance is one of the things that is, is, key so so important to do for your family that a lot of people just skip that step so i'm really proud of you and your wife for doing it and even if she's a stay-at-home mom um mm-hmm. i would still get life insurance on her mm-hmm. as well yep. uh anyone yes. that's dependent no, yeah, upon she, your income okay good 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 jose have you ever yeah, been does, through this i'm sorry i'm sorry have you ever been through this process before is this going to be your first time kind of uh, look- no, this is this is all completely new to us and honestly um she She's the girl that that was talking was talking to us about it. She broke it down, but I just uh, I don't want to make the wrong move. Yeah. And that's why I said no. You know what? Let me call. Good. She's she's shopping around for us because she works for a company that that has that. She even sells like Obamacare and all sorts of insurance and stuff. Right. So yeah. She's shopping around for us, but uh, well, but, I'll tell yeah, you I this. just wanted to make sure we didn't get locked into something that that we really, that is not beneficial. And, and Jose, you don't even need an insurance agent like that. I mean, like no, you do not. You well, could do it yourself. You could, but I mean, Dave and Jeff Zander have known each other for three decades. I know Jeff personally. Rachel knows Jeff. It's a wonderful company. We endorse them because they're shopping for you for the best policies, and they're only going to recommend terms. So you're not going to have to learn about some new type of insurance. As Rachel said, I would get okay. with them today. I mean, before you go to bed, get online. It's a. I think it's less than a couple of minutes. You can get a free quote. They're very okay. good people. Tell them you talked to Rachel and I on the show today, and we said take really good okay. care of you. Yeah. Ask all the questions you want to ask, and it's a simple process. I got to give you one little tip, though, that you're not going to get many times when you ask about this. I recently got the best rate possible. Let me tell you something. No cheeseburgers. Like, eat super lean for 30 days before the life insurance no blood smoking, test. No smoking, no alcohol, No smoking, no alcohol. I'm telling you, you get, get that a good pre- rate. preferred rate when you got the low cholesterol. There it is, folks. <laughs> Thanks, Jose, for calling in. Thank you, Jose. This is The Ramsey Show. back america you're listening to the ramsey show i'm ken coleman i'm joined by my colleague rachel cruz thrilled that you are with us our scripture of the day comes from proverbs 18 24 there are friends who destroy each other but a real friend sticks closer than a brother our quote today ray goforth there are two types of people who will tell you that you cannot make a difference in this world those who are afraid to try and those who are afraid you will succeed Mm. yeah that's good uh, I find that a lot with uh, family sometimes, right? Not my personal family, but I hear from callers, you know, that's like family tries to hold people back. They're afraid yeah. 
that if you actually succeed, you're going to go a long way away Mm -hmm. or leave them in the dust. Let's go to William, who joins us in Wichita, Kansas. William, how can we help? Hi, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. What's up? Okay. You cut out there for a second. All right. Um, Basically, my question is, uh, since me and my wife can't get a loan from a bank for a house, um, should we have my dad get the loan and get the house in his name and then pay him back for it? Have you shopped around, Dylan? Have you guys tried like two, three, four other places from mortgage brokers to credit unions, other banks? Um, basically, since we can't, we can't get a loan that's government secured because we haven't had two years of stable income, which apparently is non-negotiable. Now, there may be in-house loan options, but those will be adjustable rate and higher interest rate yeah. than my dad uh, can get for himself. Yes. Okay. You're kind of cutting out a little bit, Dylan. Um, okay. So where are you guys at financially? What what kind of debt do you have? Uh, we're great. Debt besides credit card month to month, which gets paid off at the end of every month. Okay. Um, credit score is good. Cash is good. How much, you, how much do you have saved? Two years. Uh, how much do we have saved? Mm-hmm. Um, about about 50000 About fifty. Is that part of your emergency fund and down payment? Um, yeah, that's, that's every, that's all liquid cash we have. It. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I do not, I, I, I mean, it's kind of in a sense, a co-signing situation. I mean, he's taking the loan out, but it's on your right. behalf. Yeah. And honestly, Dylan, we just don't recommend doing it with family, even though it sounds probably fine and it's not a big deal. I, I would recommend you and your wife be stable on a job for two years and then you guys go get the loan yourself. Um, how old are you guys? Um, I'm 20 and the wife's 22. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. What has to be true for you all to then, what, what financial stability, you mentioned this earlier, you were cutting out, but there's some things that you didn't have in place and so you couldn't get the loan. So what has to be true for you to be able to qualify? That has to be true is two years of stable income okay. in our chosen career paths. Okay, okay. so here's the deal. Um, you're 20 and 22. Um, the house, a house that you want to buy, William, is going to be there. Okay, so you got to lay out this groundwork. Don't get in the situation with your dad. It could be a situation that could go ugly, create unnecessary tension. And again, you're so young. You guys can rent and uh, get stable, get in your professions. And uh, just, just You're take not in your a rush. time. Not in yeah, a rush. There's and, no and, hurry. And William too. Uh, sorry, I called you Dylan earlier. <laughs> sorry, William. Uh, <laughs> I, and I would say this too. I would, I would give this advice even if you were 38. Yeah. Even at 38, That's I still right. wouldn't. T- I right. wouldn't have my dad take out a loan. Yeah. And that, I mean, it's just, it just changes relationship. And I think it's not a great habit to be in. Even you know, especially since you guys are young. I'm like, you have the time. That's the great part. You have more positive on your side for that. You guys are okay. Um, home ownership will be in your future and I would just make it independent of you guys too because Dylan that's going to be a little bit I think of um, I think of a dignity for you as well that you and your wife you are your own unit you know you are you have left you have left mom and dad and you guys got to figure it out on your own and there's something about that um, that I think is going to be really good for you and your wife and it's and I think too I'm like any goal that you have And for some people, it's getting out of debt. For some people, it's getting a house. But when you do it as a married couple, 
and you do what f- what's hard and right this would be hard for y'all we're giving you more of a hard road i think a healthier road long term mm-hmm. uh but it's a hard road but when you walk a hard road with your spouse and do the quote unquote uh impossible or the hard thing there's something that happens in your marriage dylan and a little bit of it can kind of feel like a cop out of like, well, dad can figure it out and take care of it for us. And we can, you know, we can get what we want right now. Yeah. There's a little bit of the struggle that I think is so good. And like, I mean, I remember when Winston and I, we saved up and we built a house. We, we'd saved for years and years and years and mm-hmm. years and moved in November of 19. And I remember, I remember that leading up as we're having to make those draws during that build. I mean, it was like cut. We were cutting stuff out of the budget I and mean, we were every commission thing I could do I was like I'm doing I mean it was just this moment of like we're gonna do it and when we finished that project I mean him and I I just remember walking through the doors of that house and we were like we did like we did so much more there is something about that strengthens your marriage Dylan that I don't think you could get otherwise so all that to say I think there's a lot of a lot more pros by you guys just working hard for two years on a job that you love buying a house on your own you guys can do it you're you're smart you're doing great you're young it's perfect and there's a lot of downside that could happen. Uh, not that it always would happen with your dad, but if it does go south, it's not good. Yeah, it's not fun. I agree. Now we go to Dylan. Poor William. I know. You called William, him Dylan I'm about sorry. 17 times, but you were on such a roll. I didn't really feel the need to correct you. I'm sorry. You. Our board, but the board that we look at for the okay. collars, I messed all up right. the color. It's all right. I but was listen, looking at the orange. Now we're going to Dylan, <laughs> so don't call him William. All right? That's all the, the audience wants, and me, quite frankly. <laughs> Dylan, you're on the Ramsey Show. <laughs> Uh, hey, can y'all hear me okay? William? How, no, confused, how confused were you on the last call? She kept talking to you, and you're like, oh, I'm, she can't I'm hear so me. Uh, it's okay. No, it's, it's actually it's okay because um, I'm 22, and my wife's 22, and we just got married in April. Oh, so congratulations. All the marriage advice. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you and William. Say, all right. Y'all could be friends. Yeah. All right, so we got about two minutes. How can we help? Okay, so basically, I have a car loan that's $8,000, um, and I have student debt that's $6,500, and I've got $11,400 in savings. Um, so if I paid off my car loan first, which is the higher, which is why I'm calling y'all, because it's the higher one, um, but it would save me $416 a month if I paid it off first and then attack the student loan one. Um, and with them being so close, I'm not sure if I should just go ahead and pay the car off first, even though it's the higher one. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, Dylan, I would, I would just go ahead and knock out the student loan debts and then work to, um, to pay off the car. I mean, you're not going to be that far off, and so I don't know that. I, I understand what you're saying about the interest and all of that, but I would just go ahead and just pay off the student loan. There's something that feels good about just saying, okay, I'm done. I'm done with that student loan. It, it's it's done um and then you guys have just like what three thousand more to go tackle for the car loan and you guys how much do you make a year uh net like seventy five thousand. okay oh yeah okay well then yeah okay so yeah i mean five thousand left you could sell a couple things around the house get some money together yeah i would got eleven thousand did i hear you say eleven thousand in savings yeah yeah okay so you know what we teach there take that down to one thousand Right and yeah and and, and yeah. use all of that ten on this process, but I, I think you can knock this out really quick. Yeah, but yeah, go go okay. go through the 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 debt snowball. That's it works every time. All right, awesome. 
Yep, appreciate the call. Thanks, Dylan. Yep, there you go. I'm very excited that you got his name right. That's uh, <laughs> that's that's always good. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, why why the why the snowball? Why the momentum? Like, you know, like why do we tell people every time it actually works? I know you've taught this many yeah, times. Well, you've had this a, call many times. It's just not a math. I mean, debt. At, to a point is not a math issue. It's more of a behavior issue. And so getting out of it, there's something about those quick wins that just feel like, gosh, it just it just feels great. And so so he's asking, okay, if I'm going to have 10 grand, can I throw it at the eight, have two left, and then knock out the student loan? So yeah, I mean, like Dylan, you could do that because I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But then there's something about having the momentum of having the student loan gone, the, the lowest, throwing any extra that you had at the car and then attacking that car. So there's just... It's a it's a feeling of that behavior change happening that helps people win. Rachel Cruz, always fun to be with you. Thanks for hanging out today. I want to thank James and the team behind the booth for what they do. Mostly we want to thank you, America. We do the show for you. Thank you so much for listening in today. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.